What's up, listeners? It's July 31st. I am on my way into Boston. It is like a nightmare on 93 North right now. I don't know what's going on, um, but it's pain in the ass on my commute. But that's the things you pay to work in Boston. You got to have a lot of patience because you spend most of your work life sitting in the fucking 93 North traffic lane to work all the time if you live south of the city. So... I am just like pumped because there's so much crap going on with baseball right now with the the trade deadline ending today and what happened last night and, you know, the Yankees doing this and then the White Sox just got Kimbrel like 20 minutes ago. It's like if you're following baseball, this is pretty damn exciting. A lot of people don't. So the 10% of anyone listening, probably even just to this podcast that gives a shit so many people have been moved around now and it shakes up this next half of summer. Like it's just these next couple months will make or break a team to the playoffs. Uh, will make a team better. Uh, the, the Yankees definitely got better with their moves. The White Sox who have been hot all season got better getting Kimbrel. Um, Barrios is now on the, um, the Blue Jays. You got, uh, Scherzer and Trey Turner on the Dodgers, which is just absurd. And, uh, of course, Kyle Schwarber is now a Boston Red Sox player, the left-handed bat that everyone was needing. Um, I think we won that battle. I think uh, Schwarber versus Gallo, I'll take Schwarber any day, especially 2021 Schwarber who hit a crazy amount of home runs in 10 days. Like, the guy was, like, out of control. I know he got hurt with his hamstring, but... Um, and he'll start on the IL with the Red Sox, but they're going to put some moves, send some guys down and, um, get him, you know, he should be getting better, but they wouldn't have made the trade if he wasn't going to be useful for the end of the half. So, you know, uh, are they the best movers? I mean, it, it's not over yet. We still have till a certain time, like five o'clock or whatever to finish the trade deadline. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not like pleased with the Red Sox. Uh, I'm happy with getting Schwarber but um it seemed like the Rizzo deal was more important to the Red Sox and the Yankees got him so you know it stings a little bit and then all these other teams are making these moves for Scherzer and then you know so I knew Gallo was going to the Yankees but I didn't know they were going to steal Rizzo from under our nose as well and that sucks because we did need a pretty solid first baseman he played in our you know farm system we trade him maybe that was the reason why I went to New York I mean besides the fact that they're probably going to pay him millions of dollars but the end of Luke Voigt, uh, that's for sure. Uh, who knows what team's going to grab him? Uh, I mean, he had a shitty year this year, though, so it's like good riddance for him. I mean, he's been in, he's been hurt all season long. I've been flirting with him on my team on Fantasy, and he's just not giving me anything. I've gotten more runs with friggin' Nate Lowe on the Rangers, or um, I just picked up Sano because I started with him, and he's not doing so bad, so... You know, baseball is, uh, if you're following the sport, and I recommend everyone to get into fantasy because that kind of uh, re-energized my, um, my, well, having a child, obviously, and fantasy baseball re-energized my love for baseball because I had nothing better to do than follow the sport. So, because um, you're not going out, you're not partying, you kind of live for that fantasy baseball shit. And it's fun, you know, I, 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 I enjoy it, I'm losing, but, you know, it's uh, it makes you like baseball. I love baseball. It's always been a sport for me. I kind of tune it out when the Red Sox don't win, um, and obviously they're winning this year. So Joey Hardo is back again with baseball. But um, 
it's just enjoyable to, to, to play. I recommend you guys trying to play next year. Um, and, you know, these kind of moves with the, with the, um, with the trade deadline is just exciting, especially when they could be on a different team. They can affect how that team plays. I will say, like, that's a huge thing. Chemistry, team chemistry is important. That's why I think the Red Sox have been so good. They have uh, have a really good kind of team mentality, and there's a lot of guys battling for positions, and they know this might be their last shot because how many chances do you really get in Major League Baseball when, and then you get sent back down in the minors to die? So the Chavises of the world, the Bobby Dahlbacks of the world, I mean, that that's a sign. They're heading back to uh, Worcester again. They just – they're – batting like shit both of them even though like every time I see it, it looks like Chavis has a decent day um in some offensive plays but he's got to go and Dahlbeck's got to go you know I love the story about Chavis you know a couple years ago where he used to he went right to Marshall's outside of Fenway to get a shirt for his you know first pitcher day or whatever like he had a great story but um you know in and out of he had a steroid issue and then he dropped that he looks lean as shit now like he looks great like Pedroia scrappy looking, but he just can't hit. His at-bats are terrible. Dahlbeck's at-bats are terrible. They got to go. And then Renfo, who I have on my fantasy as well, is just not producing like he was. Like, I mean, there was a time where everyone thought he was like the Mike Trout of the AL East. He looked like him. He was hitting homers like him. But, you know, I see a Lou Merloni tweet, and he goes off and just basically says that, you know, Renfo might not last. And I agree. I'm not... I mean, if, again, I watch him every fucking day on my fantasy team, and it's like he'll get an RBI from a pop fly, and that's about it. So, you know, the the Schwarber trade, even if he can't play first base, will work out well for the Red Sox. I think that having a left-handed bat like him with friggin' J.D., Devers, uh, you know, that I just looked at the order. With Hernandez batting first, you got Devers in second, J.D. third, Schwarber fourth, um, and then you're messing with Verdugo fifth or Verdugo switches to second two. Who knows? Verdugo fifth. I mean, that that's a dangerous lineup for any team. You, we can compare this to New York's lineup that two years ago looks dangerous. But I'm not like I've seen the Red Sox this year just do damage. And these guys like friggin Giancarlo start Stanton not doing shit. So offensively, I'm pumped on the Red Sox. Uh, but yeah, we, you know, we had that really bad game last night where we lost uh, 12 to nothing or whatever it was. And you know, you have those those shit games, and Adovino's collapse uh, against the Yankees. That was a scary wake up call as well, where he gave up four four runs. So I I want some pitching on that team. And we sent Tanner Hope down, but I think he'll get called back up. I think that he's solid. He's young. He's a good arm. Um, if you're gonna be able to use him, I mean, he pitched a couple of good games. I don't know why he got sent back down. I don't know what. I think they're trying to make room for Scherzer or something, and never got him. But He'll get called back up. Um, we'll see what happens. It's uh, it's a long, still a long season. I still am sipping the Sox Kool Aid for the moment, and um, it, you know it's fun. It's I, I'm such a baby when it comes to making trades in any sort of fantasy like football. I, I always worry that it's gonna mess everything up, so I just don't. But in, like it seems like this year with just actual real sports baseball, people are just shipping it everyone left and right. And, you know, you, you can't imagine to be uh, one day you get to your fucking locker and it's like, yeah, you're uh, traded to the, the Blue Jays. And you're like, uh, OK, like your whole life, especially if you've been on a team for a few years, they're just like, all right, well, um, time to get a new house and uh, hopefully see what happens. It's, it's a pretty, pretty uh, ruthless. I, I, I kind of like it 
be cool if we did this in like actual business where you just trade one of your employees for a different one. I mean, I know that would mess up everyone's labor laws and shit like that, but um, it's just funny. Like you just one day get to work and you're just working somewhere else. So again, I'm still sipping the White Sox Kool-Aid. They're good. Uh, the Dodgers obviously now are on my, you know, with, they don't have Mookie, but they're still doing well with like, I got Turner on my team. And I know, um, you know, they've got a shit ton of other guys that are just doing really well this year to make up the slack with him not being there. Mookie, you know, they're going to be a contender again. But can they win the big game? Because I feel like playoff baseball in Fenway is a totally different experience than playoff baseball in L.A. It's just you're still dealing with the fake ass L.A. people who don't who just want to be at those games just to be seen. Where when you go to Fenway, yes, you have the corporate dorks that'll be there. But, you know, you get over to the bleacher seats and there's still some big time fans. And the stadium's usually super loud during those games. I mean, all year long, it's been crazy. There's been a lot of young people going to the games. So, I, again, I, I'm still thinking the Red Sox will do well. Let's hopefully hear some more trades before the end of the day. And that's my baseball take. I'm rambling on. Um, I switched up my, you know... I'll tell you one thing, the pandemic that happens every year is just being a dad and having a dad bod, you know, I am, I've never, it's almost like the economy was my health and the baby was the pandemic and all of a sudden, you know, the baby just tanked my working out routine and not to blame it, I love it, I love my baby and these three months, you know, before you can actually kind of take your baby like to like sports stuff like hiking and you know all jogging it's tough and I'm constantly in battle with like good food and just chilling when we're there and so I just got a new pre-workout it's like gym like with a J post like and then I got the post workout with I don't even know what the post workout does but I'm doing that too so I'm all amped up just trying to constantly fight this battle which is like not having a beer belly or a freaking you know dad bod Cause like it's fucking it's a thing you know oh well now we know why there's so much traffic right now there's a truck on the side of the road that's just fucking sitting there Ugh. all right so and it looks like the lady hit him but back to this um yeah I, it's just like craziness with fighting this dad bot and i i was looking very lean where I was at and then now I'm already five pounds up and counting you know I'm freaking if you don't get exercise you get fat that's like the truth and it's hard to get exercise with a newborn so my next bit get rich scheme is like I'm gonna make a newborn like fitness thing where the newborn is the kettlebell and obviously you don't want to shake the baby but you want to somehow work the baby in with your workout again easier said than done I thought I could do it I was wrong and uh, it is what it is. But yes, I'm hyped up on my pre-workout still, so it works well. And uh, the best thing you can do is your diet. And diets suck. You know, like, who wants to eat grilled chicken every fucking day? And, like plain ass food. You want to eat truffle fries like I had last night. You want to go to a good restaurant because you're happy you have a baby. Like it's just, everything's tough. So you know, we're all hanging in there and it's worth it, obviously. But, you know, that's, I remember recording pods being like, go work out, do this, do that. Like I'm that guy now. So 
so yeah, you got to make time for it. It's uh, it's it's tough, and you have to then just eat like a bird and eat like, you know, you literally eat like you're a prisoner at war, and just have grilled chicken and vegetables at dinner, even though you're starving. Like there's a point when you start a diet that you feel like you're starving yourself, and you are at the same point. I feel like you have to get back to eating like a a person that size you want to be. So you forget when you gain five pounds, like you think this is the average and it ain't. So that's the pandemic going on with me. Um, besides that, yeah, I, we're probably get up end up wearing masks again because this world is so crazy and there's nothing you can do to control it. You know, I, I mean, my last pod that was very low energy. I went on a rant about vaccines and this and that. It's like, who gives a fuck at this point? You know, you want to get a vaccine? Go ahead. You don't go ahead. I don't care. At the end of the day, though, what's going on in this world? I'm not in the pay grade to make the decision. So why should I even actually give a fuck? Like, I'm in it for the ride. The roller coaster that is this friggin' world. And I'm not going to just, like, continue to stress about it. You just got to enjoy the day and do what you can control. I'm the CEO of uh, taking that pre-workout today and fucking not working out enough because I'm still wired, you know, it's things like that you can control, but we're going to be wearing masks again, whatever, I live in a northeast city that thinks it's a good idea, and (laughs) that's it, I don't know what else to do, you know, I don't have enough people behind me to change policies, so it sucks, it's a very defeatist way of looking at being in a democracy, but this is the, I don't know, I'm not on social media, I can't get enough likes, so no one gives me any attention anymore. And I don't care because I don't fucking want your attention. I mean, I'm bad enough I got back on Twitter and it's such a cesspool. And Reddit, forget it. Not to rhyme, but another fucking cesspool. Like cesspool. Like opening up a urinal. And that's what is exactly what Facebook and Reddit is. It's just the scum of the earth who hide behind computers. who don't have balls. Won't say anything to your face. They'll go up to you and be like, hey man, what's up? You know, it's like, I don't know, balls are gone and women have balls too and I think I mean lately I just see more women with the balls than the guys to be honest with you but yes like I I feel like everyone needs to just grow a set girl or male or whatever gender you align with and just be real and be present in the world not on social media and I gotta get back off of it that's a sign right there but I follow a show Kirk Minahan it's super addictive and he's constantly posting on Twitter, so then that got me back in, but I gotta get back out, because it's stupid, it really is, it's, it's crazy, there's too much media, I miss the days of, like, the, I was lucky to be just growing up with, like, Channel 12 News and some fucking Walter White, his white-ass hair, just talking about, you know, trash bags are going up in Cranston and shit, like, I, it, it was a nice time to grow up, and, you know, it's, sucks for everybody else that has all this shit in your face, podcasts, fucking, you know, uh, e-letters and just constant people, you know, whatever the, your friend that you haven't seen while talking about Bitcoin for fucking 20 minutes. Like it's annoying. I don't even know what people talked about when there wasn't so much shit shoved down their throat. Like, yep. Like it's like the, the King of the Hill show. Yep. Yep. Like, I, I guess that's how people talk because now it's just so much, but I'm done rambling because this is another rambling pod. I hope everyone has a good rest of their afternoon. We will talk soon. Peace.